Hey guys, what's up? It's Alex and uh, I've got Kyle over here with me. We recently did a live stream where we talked about some really touchy subjects and we're going to be covering those soon. But the live stream ran on for like three hours. It was a really, really long stream and it can easily be broken up into three parts. So that's what we're going to do today. We're covering the first part, everything that we've been able to uncover, the details that We've been able to pick up from secondhand sources and anecdotes that we found along the way, uh, all in relation to this supposed disaster with full spectrum laser and the theft and the customers and everything that they're dealing with. So this video is going to have all of the, the details and little bits and pieces that we've been able to uncover. It's really important to mention before we get started that Everything that you hear is not being presented as fact. It is either opinion, it's an anecdotal story that we've heard secondhand from a third party, all based on alleged circumstances that haven't even been proven to happen. Uh, we don't have any hard proof that any of this actually happened, that emails or messages are from the people that we're being told they're really from. So take it all with a pinch of salt. Uh, we have two more videos coming out that we'll be following this one up. One will be an interview with one of the alleged victims, Jess, and the other will be a phone call with Walker from Full Spectrum Laser. Stay tuned for those. Those will be coming up after this video as well. And thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate your patience during the editing process. Again, we did our best to be as transparent as possible. And remember to take all of this with a grain of salt. It's all just opinions and commentary on this situation. None of the following should be taken as fact. He allegedly says every machine self-checks itself and just disables itself if there's no associated sales order. And that's how we find stolen We know machines. where you are. Well, here's the thing. It's not even that. He says before, we have never sold a machine through Redacted. He simply took your money, then walked into our warehouse, stole a machine and shipped it to you. Redacted was never a sales agent of FSL and never collected money and never remitted a single sale legit or not. He's saying that a sale has never been put through the FSL system for any of these machines. That sentence and this sentence cannot be true at the same time. Every machine self-checks itself and just disables itself if there's no associated sales order. These people's machines worked at one time. For a year and a half. Right? These people's machines worked at one time. And he's saying if there's no sales order associated, it disables itself. So either, either there were sales orders and this was put through the, you know, some official like blacklist, some official system. It went, the sale went through some official system at Full Spectrum mm -hmm. Laser, or this is a lie. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to what I guess is a very special episode of the laser source podcast i suppose if you want to call it that we have heard some disturbing claims and we decided to see what we could discover and uh we have some shocking findings to share with you uh, i'm joined as always by my my marvelous co-host uh matt what's up matt how you doing man doing good sir good good and uh boys is here of course as always i like it and uh <laughs> kyle just a dude what's up man what's up guys and uh, I'm Alex, the investigator, and we're here 
uh, to help you guys find out if your FSL laser could be shut down remotely. It's not clickbait. Uh, this is this is something that's actually happening to people, uh, and it's it's very disturbing how easy it's it wild. is. So we are going to shed some light on what we've been able to find so far. Laura's here asking Monday night. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for the regular podcast, but this literally yeah. couldn't wait. Uh, we, we wanted to cover this as early as, as we possibly could. Um, I, I hesitate to call it a bonus night because it's it's not for, you know, it's, it's a sad reason why we're here, but... Yeah, yeah, it's more vital. God, I don't even know where to start. So Start with legal. Like, start yeah, with legal first. Uh, yeah, so, okay, thank you. Thank you, boys. Everything that we discussed tonight is alleged. We can only share the anecdotes with you that have been shared with us. We've done our very best to find the original sources of this information, uh, and we are bringing it to you to be consumed with uh, the the largest pinch of salt. We're not sharing anything as fact. Uh, this is just based on our one day of attempted due diligence here. So please keep that in mind. Everything from this point on uh, is alleged until we get to the opinion section of the live stream where we'll be sharing our opinions, and we're going to get to that. Uh, but right now, we're just going to try to cover what we have been able to ascertain. Does that feel sufficient, boys? Yeah. Sounds yeah, like it's held up in court. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so the first thing that I want to share. So this was shared with us by a alleged customer. Um, and it's an email that they received uh, with the full spectrum laser letterhead on it. It reads March 8th, 2023. Dear customer, we regret to inform you the laser you have purchased via PayPal and our unfortunately stolen product. The uh, I'm, I'm reading sick here, guys. This is, this is what they wrote. Uh, this item was stolen from our warehouse at address in Las Vegas, and no money has ever been remitted to FSL for the purchase. As stolen property, it remains the sole property of Full Spectrum Laser. The suspect in this case is... Uh, we've left the last name out here because, again, this is alleged and, uh, you know, we're just kind of doing what we need to do there. And an estimated $500,000 value of product was stolen. We've identified at least 25 separate victims and over 40 stolen machines. We used his PayPal and phone number to personally collect money for these payments. Full Spectrum Laser has submitted an official police report with the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police, case number redacted, including the serial of this machine. The detective assigned to the case is Detective blah, blah, blah. Full Spectrum Laser asks you to inform both your credit card company and PayPal to ask for a refund and submit this letter as supporting evidence. Please keep FSL informed of your refund progress. Please contact me if you have any questions or concerns. Sincerely. Henry Liu, uh, the CEO of Full Spectrum Laser. So uh, this is this is kind of the, the base story here, guys, is that the most boiled down that it could be, potentially a bunch of lasers were stolen from FSL, sold without permission to people who purchased them and received the machines. Now, on the surface, it seems pretty simple, but there's a lot more kind of going on and we're gonna take a look at that because uh, obviously the 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 title of the stream is can my full spectrum laser be deactivated remotely well the whole reason that we are doing this tonight is because we came across a few facebook posts that were alarming i think the first one we saw 
was on the Laser Lounge today, Kyle. Is that right? By uh, by Alicia, and that led us to getting in touch with the person who built the group. This right here is Kyle's communication with Michelle, uh, who's the group organizer. And Kyle just basically said, like, hey, we're, you know, looking for information. Anything that you can tell us would would be helpful. And uh, Michelle says, thanks for reaching out. I know we would all love any help we can get. And uh, so Michelle went ahead and invited Kyle to this group. Kyle, what can you tell me about the group's purpose and uh, kind of what just in general, what you saw? What was your experience uh, there while you were in the group? The purpose of the group is essentially that the the people who are being blocked from use by their machines, essentially their machines are being bricked, right? They're being prompted to reach out to full spectrum laser, according to the reports by the people in the group. So when they reach out, that's when they give their information to normally pull up their account or their purchase history or whatever on the purchasing side. And that's when they find out, oh, this machine is alleged to be stolen or, you know, whatever. And they end up receiving reportedly the email that you just shared the, yeah. the PDF, they're told that, that that's the situation. Yeah. Some people have shared that their machine was unbricked. They were able to, to use it for the time being. Other people are reporting that they still don't have access to it after they've been told they will be granted access to their machine again. Yep. And other people have been told that they will not receive access to the machine. There are a so lot of anecdotes. It's, and, uh, it, yeah. I'd it's actually, a ranging report of circumstances. Yeah. And by the way, I was just going to say for people who don't know what bricked means, I'm assuming everybody knows what it means, but basically that proprietary software has been negated and just want to make sure we use that word and everybody knows what, you know, on the same page. Like now you literally have a giant paperweight for a machine. Like that's yep. what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Michelle, uh, who created the group again, says that's the group. I tried to make the name as generic as possible so the FSL employees wouldn't find it. I've been contacting attorneys all morning, she claims, and the others have been contacting other laser companies. If you scroll through, I think the main gist of it can be seen in the posts. There's really only me and one other being super active. So we have uh, Becca here asks, has anyone actually had their machine unlocked? Justin says he asked them to unlock it on Saturday. It's still locked. Uh, I just called FSL to try to get them to unlock it. They need a Mac address, which I don't have at work. And I definitely let her know this isn't okay. I asked to speak with someone higher up and she refused to transfer me. I have to wait until I get home to get the Mac address so I can call back. Becca also called the detective. My machine isn't on the list of stolen machines, she says, but it's still locked because of the replacement board I got under warranty and they haven't unlocked it yet. The detective says they can't do anything about that since my machine wasn't stolen as a whole. He says that my situation is a civil claim, not a criminal, so I'd need a lawyer if they don't unlock it. Uh, Nick says mine was unlocked. It was locked in the beginning of March and then he unlocked it mid-March. Michelle says, Henry messaged me Saturday that he unlocked it. It is not unlocked. And uh, Raymond says, uh, I may be able to unlock anyone's boards that they won't unlock. So this guy's claiming to actually be able to like fix these boards, which is crazy. Uh, I don't have a board to see, but I'm a good 90% positive I'd be able to. So there's a lot of interesting conversations going on in this group that we got to kind of absorb while we were while we were out there checking things out. We spoke at length with Jess and Jess had a lot of stuff to share with us. So first of all, that that original letterhead that I shared, that was from Jess. Jess was our source on that. And Jess has also provided us with a lot of proof, uh, you know, of this purchase. I, if we take a look here, 
Jess has actually provided us with a receipt of what appears to be a screenshot from the Full Spectrum Laser website. I've lost a, a little bit of the top of the image up here, but it, I mean, this, this looks like a screenshot from their website, I would guess in which it shows the billing and shipping address from Jess, including her entire purchase and the, the grand total uh, of what was paid for. And uh, this all looks super duper legit. And that's, that's you know, that was just, uh, it was interesting to, to read because if you're being scammed, like this kind of makes it look like it's from yeah, FSL. No, like I, an invoice. This looks it's, like an invoice. It's an itemized sheet. I'd be, I'd be very interested to know if this was a screenshot from the Full Spectrum Laser website, but I can't, I cannot, confirm that right now um and i haven't had the time to ask so uh, i just wanted to share that real quick go ahead Bro, quick question from the audience here have blue asked what sort of machines are these just for clarification co2 fiber and what type of controller board can be remotely disabled it's a good that's question. a good question so they this particular brand does offer a variety of machines they offer gantry systems they offer big they offer small they offer Fiber lasers, they offer, uh, I believe they went into UV and CO2 as well, Galvo systems. Regardless of what they do offer, they offer basically both types of machines in terms of form factor. And in terms of the control board that can be remotely disabled, it's, it's a cloud-based service that they use to send jobs to the machine and then are executed from the machine. They can essentially block use of the software by revoking the license. So I would say potentially any machine, potentially any machine that uses a cloud-based software to execute jobs or do any sort of work could potentially be remotely locked by the makers yeah. of the software. Right? Well, and yeah. think about Glowforge. If anybody out there is coming from the Glowforge community and you're thinking about like, hey, I, I use this over here and it works fine. So maybe I want to get a machine like it similarly. This is one of the issues that you could run into. It's like a nightmare scenario, in my opinion. So yeah. also, we have a guy here, a person in the chat, FSL owner. So glad I recently just swapped over to a Ruida controller. The only good customer service I received from the company was at point of sale. Once they had my money, quality was lacking. That's according to Alec McMahon. Thanks for sharing, Alec. We appreciate that. This was another image that Jess sent me to my email. A what looks like a, a full spectrum laser inspection chart, which was actually signed potentially by a shipping clerk that works at the company. This, and, and we're getting to why this is important guys, but this does appear to be something that would ship with a legitimate machine, right? But would I be- would, I think that's I be, fair, to, fair, fair to guess, yeah. A fair analysis of this? Yeah, yeah. that's what usually what comes with the machines. Like it kind of tells you what's been checked, what's included, basic stuff. Right, right. Also, uh, Alec is jumping in here again. Correction, the machine is not cloud-based like a Glowforge. You can connect your browser to the IP of the actual machine. No internet needed. The so if you want to update the firmware, uh, okay. interesting. And I, I'm assuming so strange. If people are just waking up and their machines are disabled, I, I would make the assumption that there's some kind of backdoor where if it's connected to the internet, they have access to it. 
because all of these people aren't just upgrading their firmware every day. That would be that would be ridiculous. Yeah, unless but, that's part of it too, is that it sets it's set up to fix every night or something like that. Just just speculation, guys. Uh, yeah, just speculation here. Obviously, we don't have any proof to back any of that up. Um, we're just kind of speculating based on the information that we have. By the way, but this document. Any reason it was zero dollars? Uh, yes, um, and we we will get to that. But okay. uh, the, the short answer is because most of these fraudulent transactions took place via PayPal. So when they received an actual purchase order or, you know, shipping invoice, uh, it it would show up as paid is what I've been able to gather from what uh, I see. And uh, again, we're looking at this, this kind of paperwork here that was included with the machine. It will matter. Uh, a little bit later on in the story, why I'm sharing this, it, it will become relevant. You guys will understand why this is relevant. Lastly, I did want to just share this screenshot. This is a screenshot of the uh, original contact that was made by the alias Fred Jones. We know that Fred Jones is an alias of the person who allegedly committed the crimes. Uh, it's not a real name. Fred Jones isn't a real person. Yeah. And they say, uh, I'm assuming midway through this, conversation i have another option i have an influencer we use for demos here he sells the units after training they look new and ship from full spectrum laser same warranty and all i think he has a titan still and jess uh of course responded okay i'm interested if you can find out if that's an option that would be great and then fred jones replies let me call him okay he said he would sell it for five thousand dollars shipped uh now that would be about half price the actual cost of one of those machines so this is an insane deal that jess thinks that she's getting right now yeah you know, five thousand dollars shipped um would would be like an incredibly stellar deal to kind of assess that too if an influencer is using it how did it get back to fsl to be shipped out by them right and why wouldn't fsl be taking payment if they were the ones shipping it right he already, he already stole it. he must have physically this, this already it. sounds weird but yep, yeah allegedly Yep. Well, yeah, we're just questioning. <laughs> yeah, we are questioning. But and, uh, I will say, too, because I know some people might think, well, why they, I saw too good to be true is what the scientific duo said. Yeah. But you'd be really surprised how often there are machines that people use for just a little bit in order to create content or do something. And then for tax purposes, they're trying to unload it because otherwise it's a debt on them. They, and and so they, it's do, like, they do typically lose value like cars. <laughs> yeah. You know, 25% you, gone after you a lot. Them, you drive them off the lot. Yeah. So. Uh, it's not, it's, it's a very, it's very, very good deal, but I, I don't fault the people for thinking that this could be yeah, legit. trying to get a deal. And again, this will be relevant as we kind of continue to dig into the story here. Next screenshot. I have, uh, Michelle, that group creator, right? Uh, Michelle shares her story, October, 2021. I posted on one of the FSL groups about getting a muse 3d or Titan was told Fred Jones was the guy to talk to. There's that Fred Jones again. He sent me a quote through FSL, but then told me he had a guy out in town who demos lasers for them that he had one for sale for half price. Said it would still be QC'd, quality controlled through a full spectrum laser, have the same warranty as new, and would be shipped by full spectrum laser. So I've had my machine for a year and a half. I've made a couple service calls over that time. Well, in February, I was messaged about another issue I was having with my chiller, and then they told me my machine was stolen. The owner, Henry, gave me the info for an officer and case number at the Las Vegas Police Department, and I submitted all the documentation that I had. Henry said that I would still be able to use my machine. Last week, I went to work, and my machine is locked out. 
When I called again, they told me they can't turn it back on because it's stolen. So I called Henry again and I asked why he wasn't willing to help me. He said, I'm not his customer and I shouldn't have purchased a stolen machine. When I said, I'm not the person you should be mad at, he told me he had a thousand more important things to do than help me. So I asked why it was deactivated and he said, because it wasn't registered. So I asked why wasn't it registered after I talked to him multiple times a month ago. That's when he went on a rant about me purchasing stolen goods and him having a thousand more important things to do. I'll try to get your machine back on Monday, but I'm not promising. I asked if he wanted me to send the machine back and if I had a way to get my money back. And he said, that's my property, so I can come get it from you right now if I want to. Wow. I've spoken to the investigating officer and he said the machines are legally ours. We purchased from an employee of Full Spectrum Laser. It's not our fault that the employee didn't give that money to the company. He said if we were to take legal action, it would be against Full Spectrum Laser and not the person we paid. So there's a couple key points in here that I want to point out. First of all, uh, the, the and the most important one is that this is an anecdote, right? This is an anecdote. Uh, this is a story that somebody is telling that, that we're hearing secondhand. So we, we have to move forward with our comments with that in mind. If true, that's wild. Ob obscene customer <laughs> service. If true, uh, this is not something you would expect out of a CEO of any company you do business with, right? Absolutely not. And then the other thing that's interesting is that they are basically here. He's saying that's my property, so I can come and get it from you right now if I want to. I mean, that's it's just very threatening. It's kind of like almost like like unreal. So, you know, I, and again, pinch of salt, guys, this is a story told by someone that we are hearing secondhand. It's I was going to say something Yeah, go ahead, quick. Go ahead. To me, like when I hear that kind of language and again, we're not really talking about just this instance. I've been in situations where like I've gone to a garage and someone was fixing a vehicle. Uh, you know, I drive away, something's making a weird noise. And when you go back to say, hey, this is this wasn't this way before, mm. they literally like lash out at you, almost hoping that you don't like you recoil and you don't want to actually do anything, you know? So it, it seems like if the, if the situation is real, that seems like something that like a pretty guilty party would say, <laughs> like that just sounds like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like just the, the well, attitude. If it's, if it's true, it's just, a, that's a basic, um, I'm going to call it like a, a, like a bullying tactic to keep people to back yeah. down, to yeah. come with a, you know, appeal to a authority in that situation. That's, that's definitely the, the like, like Laura saying that listening to this story that's the way that it makes me feel for especially sure. because this is like the tip of the iceberg if this is happening and that's where laura said the ceo seems frustrated in that instance if that you know in that story right yeah, yeah. I, i'm also interested in this little bit here at the bottom that michelle claims to have spoken to the investigating officer and he said the machines are legally ours we purchased from an employee of fsl and it's not our fault that the employee didn't give that money to the company i haven't checked this against any kind of legal expert but that sure as hell sounds right to me you know what i mean yeah if you uh we'll if, get if you go to a store and you purchase something and they just the the person you bought it from doesn't put the money in the register yeah. that doesn't mean you stole it especially but, when you have a receipt you know, when you have all the things that we've seen right, so far it right. seems like like any person in their right mind would be like i can see how you would have been duped and also you have paid for goods that you've had for a year and a half, by the way. It's right. not like this was a week ago, you know. Yeah, the way that it's panning out so far, I get the impression that money was stolen from full spectrum laser, not machines. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. 
I think that's a, a key difference here. And uh, we're, we're going to touch on that a little bit more. I want to keep going because we have a lot to get through. But I wanted to definitely point that out as we move forward, because that is going to be kind of key in what we have been able to discover. So the next, I do have. Uh, yeah, please. Give me, that'll give me a second to pull up the next thing. Mark says FSL needs the MAC address to connect remotely when support or an update is needed. They ask you for the to provide the MAC address of the machine to connect. I that could be the case. I did work for uh, an ISP company for for several years, and I can tell you that may not be the case for every cloud connected device because many cloud connected devices report home whether you want them to or not. If they right. have a connection to your local network which isn't blocking it from connecting to the internet. It is potentially reaching out to the home server, the, the update service, you know, whatever else could be connecting in the background. And that may provide them a way to identify which one is yours, but that doesn't necessarily mean that a company with a cloud connected device can't connect to it if it has an internet connection. Right. And by the so way, there's a like, distinction there. Just a couple things. This connects back to another question too. That was asked a little bit ago by Have Blue again. Is there an EULA, like the end user license agreement, somewhere from FSL that has fine print noting that ability to remotely disable? Because um, if not, it's a huge liability part. I'm we, sure there has to be. We have seen claims that that exists. I don't think we have hard proof of that yet, do we, Kyle? Uh, I sent you a screenshot. You sent me a screenshot. So this is out of what, Kyle? Can you give us some context here before I read that it? That is. That is in their uh, web terms of use, which okay. is also the method in which you get to their online tool. Got it. So full spectrum laser does not warrant that the software operation of the product will be uninterrupted or error free or that any such errors may be corrected. This limited warranty does not apply to. And then there's a, a list, a list, a, uh, a list. And one thing that I really want to point out, too, is that they may not be deactivating the machine. They may just be deactivating the software. So if mm. your computer is online, they can just remotely deactivate the software that allows you to interact with the machine. Uh, because the machine's controller and the software guiding the controller are both proprietary, you don't have another option to use the machine if they lock the software. So they don't even have to touch the machine, MAC address or no MAC address. This could just be a situation where they say this license key for the software controlling the machine, turn it off. If you don't, if you can't look through the window, you can't, you know what I mean? That would yeah. terrify me just because what if a company went out of business? Right. Yeah. And, right. So and your machine that tried to touch base and it just went in like maybe it's remote mode is <laughs> shut down, you know, right. like row. Yeah. So uh, next yeah. year, I just wanted to show this email. This is an email again that we uh, received from Jess, allegedly from Henry, the CEO. Dear customer, we have identified you as having a stolen laser machine and request that you ask your PayPal and credit card company for a refund following the below instructions. This email was sent, you can see the little attachment icon here. This was sent along with that full spectrum laser letterhead that we kind of took a, a, a brief look at earlier. They ask you to please file a PayPal claim and call your credit card company and supply them with this letter. PayPal has a 180 day refund policy. Please full spectrum laser, uh, uh, I, I think they mean please keep Full Spectrum Laser, apprised of the situation with your refund. Thank you. Full Spectrum Laser will support the use of your laser and offer you the option to remit payment you receive from your refund, if any, or return the laser to Full Spectrum Laser. The detective will call you to verify a statement FSL has already given to them about the case. Regards, Henry, 
uh, full spectrum laser, and then there's uh, copy and paste from what looks like PayPal's website. Yep. So Jess receives this email, and she's like, you know, what? <laughs> I, honestly, yeah. I, I mean, that's just that's like a horrible thing to get. At some point, Jess decides, uh, according to her, that she just wants a different machine. Just, she just wants a different machine. She doesn't want to deal yeah, with it. Fair. She wants a different machine. So Jess makes this post on Facebook from Jess. This is according to Jess. So this was, we directly talked to her about it. And she makes this post here. Anyone interested in a 20 watt Muse Galvo fiber for 3000? Like new, less than five hours of runtime, boxed and ready to ship central Iowa. Uh, and I will, I will add, yeah, she does have multiple full spectrum machines. She has a yeah. 20 watt and a 50 watt. Yeah. The 20 watt is not the machine in question, according to her. Okay. The okay. 50 watt is the one that got broke. Well, that's very good. So this isn't even <clears throat> relevant. This isn't even relevant uh, in from, from Henry's perspective, the CEO. Right. And yet, Henry, again, allegedly, uh, the CEO of the company, emails Jess and says, Hi, Jess, this is a reminder with a screenshot of the post. This isn't an email. This is a reminder that stolen machines are still property of full spectrum laser and cannot be resold. We have left machines activated as a favor for your personal use, but reserve the right to claim back our property and turn them off. Knowingly selling stolen property is a crime and we don't want you in trouble. Now, that's the most threatening thing we've heard so far. Uh, especially considering that's not way, even the machine they out. remotely turned off. Right. You, I, you left out regards. So that's that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. One thing I would say too is what's wild is this is a customer who has previously purchased a machine legitimately through your company. They, I, that just that's the my, part that kind of gets my me understanding personally. is she actually owns three full spectrum laser machines currently, I believe. Yeah, that's why so she's a repeat customer. Right. And maybe that's what they meant by we're doing this as a favor for your personal uses because they know that she's bought them before. I don't know. I, sure. I doubt that they've ever heard. They don't even know what fucking laser she is trying to sell. Like, he doesn't sound like he's got all of his facts straight. Allegedly, blah, blah, blah. You know, so like to come out guns blazing just shows that they're not really doing all their, their due diligence because first it's if it's what she says is true, then they have failed miserably again about this laser has been identified. You don't know the numbers on that lasers for sale. They must be just well, scouring Facebook groups looking for their lasers for sale without even yeah. checking that it has a serial number or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, well, I think there's the, the official culture. list of what this customer owns versus what they don't, I guess, would be what they kind of compare but, and contrast. But still, what if they, what, they don't know? If she like she can have another one. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, you know, you so like it. they're not doing I can their buy it from voice. I could buy it from voice. Yeah. But one thing, too, um, that Mike just said, and I think this is what I was trying to say also, it like like uh, there's certain times that machines check for firmware when booting. Like as soon as you press the power button, it just mm -hmm. sends out like a thing. And someone else said something earlier where they said uh, things are screaming from the house, basically. Like there's all kinds of things in your house that are like. Yeah. So what? Jack, oh, Jack in the shop mentioned if you if you use Wireshark, which is uh, it allows you to monitor communications either on your computer or your network uh, or what have you, um, you can actually monitor the traffic of the devices and where they're trying to connect to. With some practice and some digging, you might be able to identify you know where they're trying to connect to and what they're trying to do. But that's not really the purpose of what we're doing here. It's well beyond our scope. Yeah. So. 
Um, but it is accurate. Uh, that is that is something you could do if you know if you were so inclined. Here's a quick thing to yeah. talk about, like while we're doing the camera here. Well, no, Sound- the camera's not coming back, so I'm, okay, I'm ready that's to fair. continue when you guys are. But go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say this was an interesting thing that Willie had suggested. It sounds like at minimum you could install a Rita board and uh, say no thanks. <laughs> uh, Kyle did um, a little research into that. Uh, do you want to touch on that really quick, Kyle, before we yeah. move on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm glad you actually brought that up. There are many people over the course of the last three, four years that have absolutely bought Ruidas, bought Trosins, uh, and just swapped out the controller entirely. From what I've read, that does require a significant, potentially, amount of tracing back wires and making sure you're wiring things up to the new controller properly. It's not necessarily a direct, like, unplug controller A and plug into controller B kind of thing. You are going to have to identify the wires, what they do, where they go to, and make sure they're going into the right spot. By the way, just it for, is an option. Because I see some people, you know, saying it's outrageous behavior and stuff. Miranda is reminding everybody, for the record, it's not verified. It's just anecdotal from multiple people. So we're just telling stories. We're here telling stories, sharing other people's we, yeah, share, we, shared information. We are sharing the information that has been shared with us. And we, we absolutely cannot verify in a technical sense where these emails may have come from. So Matt D says, if this turns out to be hundred percent factual, again, the loss they had with the internal theft is going to be a drop in the bucket compared to the loss they'll have in negative press, which I also agree with. So, yeah, I mean, very limited dive into my opinion and and potentially many others is if all of these things are occurring and the disabling of your machine is being enabled by the the cloud connectivity of it, this kind of doesn't look good for cloud-enabled hardware as a whole, does it? Yeah. Not not just their brand, but other brands too. You're now now making that possibility a reality for a lot of people who are affected potentially by it yeah and we're gonna i'll just remind you guys too we're gonna swing back around when we're finished uh kind of going over what we've been able to collect and we'll give our thoughts about all of this we'll try to save as much of that for the end as we can but yeah that's absolutely that's a great point uh it it does make owning cloud-based software and i I guess in this case we should put owning in quotes cloud-based software something to maybe fear uh so consider a consideration a consideration (laughs) at the very least yeah. Um, so we're yeah. going to get back into that, but I, I really want to continue with this email string because it doesn't end there. Mm. Jess writes Henry back and uh, says, hey, Henry, so could we talk about this and how to proceed? You'd mentioned a trade or something of that nature. I spoke with Las Vegas police and he indicated you were the only victim, not all the customers that were lied to and that the machines were ours since we paid a representative of the company. As I had mentioned, I own two uh, two of the other fiber lasers. I originally bought a 20-watt and then upgraded to a 50-watt and have no use for the 20-watt. I would love to be able to trade my Titan and this 20-watt for a different larger bed model, like one of the dual heads, if you still had any. I just have no use for this 20-watt, and if I own it, I don't understand why the company can dictate what I can do with it. If you own it, your insurance company should reimburse me my money, and I will gladly send it back to you. Let me know your thoughts. Thank you, Jess. I thought that she, I mean, she appears like she's trying to do right by them and even saying, like, I actually want to reinvest, like, re-up with this, with you guys. You know, like, I'm trying to to do something here because you're willing to work with me. So I feel like they're yeah. trying to make the best out of a shitstorm. 
Right. Plus, I'm I'm interested to see what happens next. I'm looking at, like following yeah. the story here. Now, yeah. to kind of assist with the timeline here, I believe there have been phone calls prior to this because they got her information in order to email her, mm. allegedly. But also, I think that's part of the reason why there is some context seemingly missing just in text from here to the prior points of the story. So just to kind of help fill the gaps. Right, right. Okay, thank you. That context is helpful. And here's email number three, guys. So alleged. Henry Lou responds, Hi Jess, if someone steals your car and sells it for half price, you're able to go get it back and the other person is shit out of luck. That's literally what it says. Shit out of luck. Uh, <laughs> that unhappy person can sue the person that sold them the stolen car. I'm sure you'd be unhappy if someone told you they paid for the stolen car and now it's theirs, which is patently false. You do not own any laser that FSL didn't receive money for. Contract law dictates a contract exists only when there is an exchange of consideration. For example, you give me money and I give you a laser. So your contract is with and not with FSL. He has your money and you have the right to sue him to get it back just as we have the right for you to return anything you didn't pay us for. It's unfortunate you were scammed and we are trying to help you out. But again, you paid nothing to FSL laser for these machines and thus don't own them. Feel free to sue the person who you paid to get the money back if you're unhappy with your purchase. But that wasn't us. Again, yeah. we are working out details what to do with the victims, but surely selling it to someone else and telling them it was stolen. And that's why it doesn't work is not pleasant for us or for you. So we want to avoid it until we figure out what to do. This is where it's interesting that you have someone quoting basically tort law at you while saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I don't know. So there, no, there's well, a couple well, things here, right? The owner sees it as he never received the money, so he doesn't understand why he can't have his product back or get paid directly from you again. But the other piece of that is if you have people who work for the company and allegedly this person worked for the company, if they represented the company and accepted your money and they organized shipment of that product to you, that's the equivalent of like walking into a grocery store and saying, I want to buy this bag of apples. And you walk up to the register and hand the guy a 20, but they didn't put it in the drawer. They put it in their pocket and handed you your change. So it's like, yeah, it's an employee employer relationship, uh, legal battle. Yeah. Matter, not, which not is why, customer. which is why I would say if that is the case, right? If that is the case, I would make the argument full spectrum laser had money stolen from them. Well, and it's funny you say that because Michael, our guy, Mm -hmm. What's up, Michael? What's up, Michael? Um, and again, again, this is all alleged, we know. But it sounds to me like this was an internal scam going on involving insiders that have access to all the company's equipment, license agreements, etc., including use using names of individuals in the company, which is kind of what it was alluded to earlier, right? Where everything looks official. It looks legit like it was a real piece of paper that was scanned in. So yeah. anyone who had already purchased from them prior to that would look at it as like, yep, this is what I expect. Yeah. You know, and, you know I think a, a big part of this too is that, and this again is a, a hundred percent speculation. I'm back. Hi. It's a hundred percent speculation. I doubt very much very quickly before we move on that this one person took the order, processed the payment, sent the receipt, packed up the laser in a crate and shipped it. I, I, I don't believe for a second, in my opinion, that one person did all of that, right? The company was involved in the shipment of the machine in the scenario that I'm playing back in my head, right? Uh -huh. the, the way I imagine it, that there's, there's no way, in my opinion, that one person carried all of that out for all of these machines. 
Just just because that would be placing the order. That would be having it shipped here. That would be having receiving the shipment to put aside somewhere. That would be rerouting the shipment. Like that that's a lot of uh, work. Right. For five hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff, allegedly. That's a lot of hardware and a lot of weight and a lot of time. That's a lot of person. Well, that's where Willie earlier was like, Well, how many people is it really that's being affected? And if it's, you know, five hundred thousand, what would that be? Five hundred crates? No, a hundred no crates. hundred crates. Yeah. Yeah, up up to. Yeah, it depends on the cost of the machines, right? Like four by three. Yeah. Well, these these could be all different machines too. We we don't really have a list of what what's affecting it. They do sell bigger machines. Machines, bigger gantries, they sell, you know, your typical split or all-in-one style fiber. They have varying sizes of crates, right? Yeah. So Miranda says, uh, Miranda used to do insurance, but not commercial insurance. She said, so I was never licensed to sell business insurance, but from my experience in the industry, I'm really unclear on if this would be something insurance would typically cover for the record. Also, someone would need to read the specific policy to get a clear answer. Yeah. Even similar policies between customers can be different. That is absolutely true too. I mean, you could have two similar businesses with policies from the same company that cover two completely different sets of things because it it all goes to an underwriter and and if you look at the actual thumbnail of the video that we're for today, the purpose of the discussion, this is all anecdotal of FSLs and its possibility, legibility to do that. But this is where Halbert just said the same thing that I've has always scared me about like cloud-based stuff. Cloud only client device software. That's the one giant factor tangential with the going out of business scenario that we mentioned before. It has always had me on the edge about my Glowforge. And so that's just one of those things where when you have that proprietary software where they can either reach in or you lose the ability to reach out, now what? You know? Yeah. And it's not even just software and, and you know, access to connect. It's the other piece of that too is if the business goes out of business, now where what are you thing? getting hardware if it's proprietary? But that's a whole nother conversation that yeah that isn't yeah, really part about, of this situation well i'd be concerned about those types of cloud-based things that need constant updates too to catch up with the mac updates the the all the other different computer software updates like it gets out of date where it won't even accept those old versions of things you know where it won't be able to run its uh, code or whatever yeah. so like that'd be a concern if the business does go kaput and can't update you it might not affect you directly that day but it could be like maybe a three to five year deal where your shit's just outdated and you're Shit out of luck. Well, and then without the ability to either update your board, which apparently someone above, and I can't remember where it is, I've scrolled looking for it, but they said that they wire it a specific way to make it a little more difficult for like the ordinary user to be able to change out boards. And so that's one of those things. I did see this earlier, by the way, which I wanted to tap real quick. This is Mark Galloway says, I have multiple FSL machines. You can set a static IP that is non-routable to the internet. You're basically making a private Wi-Fi or a hardwired connection to the laser that way. Hmm. So I thought that was an interesting possible workaround for people, but that's that would if be you know like uh, uh, in technical terms, it's kind of like air gapping where you have a private network for it. Yeah, just a slight like, um, little circle. Yeah, so we're, we're not getting into the technical jargon. There's headaches there. Loop, looping back to, to what you mentioned about reading in the comments too, where someone mentioned that oh, it's very difficult right there. to... It's Mark. Yeah, there you go. Mark said, full spectrum laser wires in a non-standard way to make it harder to swap out the controller, but it's possible, just not easy. So here's the other piece of that too. It, proprietary stuff is wired in a proprietary way, maybe to <laughs> make it easier on them in the way they designed it. The fact of the matter is is it may be easier for them and they don't necessarily care if Mm -hmm. 
it's easier to swap to something else as yeah, long as it works the way they need yeah, it to make room so, for more stuff in there. They they may not have intentionally made it difficult to swap to something else, but understandably, they probably wouldn't have an interest in making it easier to do so, right? They designed it to work a certain way. That's the way they're selling it, right? Outside of that, they wouldn't be able to support it. So it's not really their concern, which is fair of any company that makes something proprietary, not just them. So this is where people in the conversation were posting about, you know, their thoughts and feelings about this. It's not clear if the person that allegedly sold those stolen machines was an employee or not. FSL didn't confirm that with us because it would be an ongoing investigation. I've seen it referenced as a person being an employee by some regards, and other times it's implied that they weren't too. So just a reminder that it's a developing story. And she also said it's also not clear if the person selling the machines to anyone ever used their real name. I believe everyone has only talked to them online. It's possible both names being used are pseudonyms. Yeah, we just don't know. Uh, we definitely don't have all the details, right? And uh, we do. For all we know, we, we do have some some clues, though. And yeah, I, I'm going to share those with you guys today. We have a couple things left to look at here. So the the email drama continues. I do understand this is from Jess. I do understand not doing something until the plan is figured out. That's why I waited until I spoke with the officer, and he indicated he had worked it out with you that you were to be the only victim of the crime. My decision to sell had nothing to do with it being purchased under false pretense. I honestly just want to move into a bigger machine. If I don't own the machine, I'm struggling to understand why I'm required to keep it. And if I do own the machine, I'm struggling to understand why you can tell me what I can do with my business equipment. I paid a representative. This is what Jess is claiming. I paid a representative of full spectrum. That is what I was told by the officer. It was redacted who failed to follow procedure and give the money to you. I would imagine you are suing Redacted for your money. We can't both be asking for the money for the stolen goods. I do not want to cause any trouble, and I do fully want to assist you in getting every penny that is yours, but I do think we need to be offered a contract of some kind stating we are the owners of these machines or our money be returned to us and you go after Redacted. It should not fall on your customers to use the legal system to correct the crime an employee of yours did to you. Which, again, that's I agree with the sentiment in this letter. I like Jess. Jess is good. I like Jess, too. Jess has a a good head on her shoulder. It's it's logical. Yeah. It's very logical. And then we move on to Jess's final email from Henry. Jess, it's been a long day, and I don't want to keep arguing with you. If you prefer, you can return all the machines you paid redacted for. FSL will not pay you anything since these are already FSL property and you can sue Redacted yourself if you prefer. These were not the case where he sold them on behalf of Full Spectrum Laser and just kept the money as they were not put through our website. We have never sold a machine through Redacted. He simply took your money, then walked into our warehouse, stole a machine, and shipped it to you. Redacted was never a sales agent of FSL and never collected money and never remitted a single sale legit or not. Anyway, to make a long story short, FSL claims all property that wasn't paid to us. We will turn off all of your machines not paid to us. I think he's trying to say, again, I'm, I'm not just this one. We will, we will, I, I think he's trying to say, we will not turn off all of your machines not paid, uh, just this 120 watt if you resell it. If you read the full spectrum laser contract, Oof. even when you buy the laser from full spectrum laser, you don't own the software, and we will simply revoke your software license and refuse service, even if we physically don't have the machine back. And that's, I was kind of saying that earlier about the, the software, right? Because the software has to touch base uh, occasionally on the internet. Otherwise, you know, unless you just keep the machine offline 24-7, it's got to, it's going to call home 
when you open it up. Every machine self-checks itself and just disables itself if there's no associated sales order. And that's how we find stolen machines. I have a problem with that, and we'll talk about that in a minute. We don't do it all uh, at once, but in batches to avoid many people calling us at the same time. This is just like so damning. Uh, but eventually, everyone that doesn't have a registered owner will be disabled. I have whitelisted your machines for now but I can just as easily put them back into the blacklist. That person you sell it to will be extremely upset when their machine doesn't work, and I'm sure will give you trouble you don't want to have. Hence, I recommend you avoid this by sitting on it until we hear back from the DA what to do, or just send it back to us if you prefer Henry. So much wrong with this alleged yeah. email, right? There's so much wrong with this. This um, is like a headache. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even know where to start. Just gaslighting. Like he said, it's your problem. But he has, to me, it's a legal battle between the, the person who owned the property originally right. and the person who sold it to people. Like it's their legal battle, not a third party. Like you're saying, like you can't tell them to take the loaf of bread back. Right. And this is where I would take all of this email directly at this point because of the amount of money involved in the fact that it'd be probably cheaper just to have a lawyer reply. Right. This is where I'd take everything and go, Hello, lawyer. I would like to hire you in regards to this situation. Share with them this and say, please reply to this guy. And this is where this is where that that snippet from the TOS comes in from Kyle, right? Where he basically just says, if you read it, it just says I can turn off your, your fucking machine whenever I want, regardless of where you got it. Even if you got it from us. Corporate overlords. I This, this part is what gets me. I have whitelisted your machines for now, but I can easily put them back into the blacklist. Right. Like that's so like, ominous that's and ominous so threat. like that yeah. is Lord Farquaad. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, this, if this came from the CEO of Full Spectrum Laser, like my or even brain, someone representing him, that melts my brain. You know, yeah. that like this could leave their computers. And, and have them think customers. like that'll that'll show them. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I also I hate this. He says allegedly every machine. That's the word of the day. Take a shot every time one of us says the word allegedly. Uh, he allegedly says every machine self checks itself and just disables itself if there's no associated sales order. And that's how we find stolen. We know machines. where you are. Well, here's the thing. It's not even that. He says before, we have never sold a machine through Redacted. He simply took your money, then walked into our warehouse, stole a machine, and shipped it to you. Redacted was never a sales agent of FSL and never collected money and never remitted a single sale, legit or not. He's saying that a sale has never been put through the FSL system for any of these machines. But if if that was true, that and this that sentence and this sentence cannot be true at the same time. Every machine self-checks itself and just disables itself if there's no associated sales order. These people's machines worked at one time. For a year and a half. Right? These people's machines worked at one time. And he's saying if there's no sales order associated, it disables itself. So either, either there were sales orders and this was put through. The, you know, some official like blacklist, some official system, it went, the sale went through some official system at full spectrum mm -hmm. laser, or this is a lie. Every machine self checks itself and just disables itself. If there's no associated sales order to me, it sounds like they can activate and deactivate if they want to. And it has nothing to do with automatic. But that's what it sounds like. But mm -hmm. I mean, even that aside, two, two things I want to click on real quick I from think, the, I think. I think what this sounds like to me, my impression reading this is that 
these orders were put through the full spectrum laser system these by an employee by an employee not allegedly. some random not just some random person allegedly allegedly these, or you left your warehouses open and people are just running in and stealing shit and then somehow saying. processing it that's what <laughs> i'm saying forklift so, <laughs> so, alleged, so allegedly these well this is why this is important for the alleged i gotta victim. take my shot hold on there's like four shots there i know i need a soda miranda if you're listening oh. send somebody up with a soda for me please this is the problem this is the a really big problem for the alleged victims of this if these sales were in fact put through the real and true full spectrum laser sales system, the entire basis, the entire foundation for Henry's argument in these emails back and forth crumbles. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that's what two things I was going to click on right before you said that, but it ties exactly into it. Lon Fox Fox said, Henry just admitted in that email that it was his employee who stole the machines he was allowed in the warehouse to take the machines and a judge would just laugh at him inside with the customers because that's like you said, it can't be both. Yeah. It can't be both. Right. And, and that's it, where it, this really very clearly indicates that, that there's a strong likelihood that these, these sales were made official at some point. And the, that's where Dave said, this is wild. Yeah. Mark said, this is crazy. And then this is where what you're saying is how did the controller get blacklisted? If they weren't a customer, <laughs> like right. it's just mm. yeah, boys. Mm. Yeah, for, for sure. So we're not <laughs> so done. We're wild not done. stuff. We have we're not. Okay. Done. Henry's saying here, this person was never an employee. I, I have the name redacted. I have the name redacted, but he calls him by name in the email and says, this man was never an employee of our company. So we did a little digging and we found out that this man is an employee of the company. Right, row. Here's his LinkedIn page. It says general manager of full spectrum laser right there in Las Vegas, Nevada. He worked there for five years and 11 months full time from June, 2017 to present. So during the time that the alleged crime was according to this profile, according to this profile. And this man matches the name of the man in the emails allegedly from Henry that were sent to Jess. Well, and it's also, he has a second job there. It showed he's a ma- G general manager for five years. He's also an operations manager. I would right argue him. that person has control over the ordering system. I would argue that person has control over what's Shipping, entering and leaving the warehouse. Yeah. So receiving. This, this is absolutely all of this is, is lining up. And then Kyle found or was sent, was sent a video, Kyle, both. Uh, okay, you were sent and found a video of the same man literally demoing and selling machines at Knowledge Fest 2022. <laughs> oh, hosted, Sherlock Holmes, baby. Hosted by Full Spectrum Laser on their own YouTube page. So did this man work at your company or not? Because it seems like he did. And Miranda's saying, but yes, he did say not a sales employee. And I'm saying, so, sure, that's fine. But is that the first first thing? Is that the <laughs> is that the customer's responsibility? To know who's a sales associate and who's not. And (laughs) the second thing is I would argue that this person absolutely had the power to control the sales operations, whether or not they were a sales associate. This goes back to. Well, it it wasn't a fucking janitor, you know, (laughs) 
you know, sophisticated the, inside job. If, if you have a legitimate credentials for a company, and th- this isn't general, this isn't specific to any one particular company, but if you, let's say you have credentials to a company that makes sales, whether you're in a sales position or not, and you're put in a position where you publicly show machines or whatever product the company sells, that puts you in kind of a unique situation representative doesn't it yeah Yeah. so whether you're approved by the company to take that money or not somebody could be handing you money and you could be pushing an order through potentially if you have that access yeah whether you're supposed to be or not is more of a employee problem that sounds like Um, an internal problem i would also speculate that that's like a grand theft problem from an employee (laughs) right yeah this is better than mtv's catfish but nobody's better than neve and max okay but i will say this what really sucks though is like even though it's intriguing it's a lot of people's money and livelihoods that are being affected and it's and it sucks man to to hear that people are having to deal with this getting hosed yeah are are we are we beyond the uh the, the reviewing the things we've been given and found uh, I've, Are we moving into opinion? I have one more thing to share before okay. Kyle's uh, ready to go. He's written his that. op-ed. So Kyle also discovered this comment from YouTube Yikes. comments. Was this on that video that we just discussed, Kyle? This was on, on a different. Uh, video. This was commented onto another video where somebody prior had a FSL laser. Okay, they were commenting on a la- on, on a video about it on their YouTube channel. Right. So this is by a user who goes by Chunky Joe on YouTube. We tried to get their contact information so we could ask them some questions and we weren't able to find it. There's a there's a lot in here that is very subjective and I'm going to skip over a lot of it. Anecdotal. <laughs> Pause it and, and read it if you want to. But the important part is like his little number seven down here. He says, which leads me to my favorite part. He, so he claims to be an employee. But so let me just get that out of the way. He says, so I used to work there. I'll give you some insight into why your machine was such a piece of shit. Before that, I'm so sorry you got tied up with them. While I don't regret working there, as I now know what absolutely zero professional ethics look like, again, this is a very subjective comment. Anecdotal, Uh, allegedly. I I was seriously ethically conflicted my entire time there. Half the time, I felt like a scumbag being told to do things I knew were wrong. So he goes on. He lists all the reasons he felt like a scumbag for allegedly working there. Right. He claims to have worked there. We have no way to confirm this. We weren't able to get in touch with him. I can't say that clearly enough. But if this was true, he says, which leads me to my favorite part. Five months after I left, allegedly, he even says it in his comment. He knows better. Allegedly, the ops manager, Fred Jones, was fired for stealing over one hundred thousand dollars along with his girlfriend, who is in direct subordinate and the sales manager. This guy would intercept machine purchase orders, reach out to the buyer privately posing as the owner and had them PayPal his personal account, the cost of the machine. He'd let the machine ship out and his sales manager girlfriend would kill the purchase order. I could go on and on and on. So uh, just according to some random, that could be totally made up. Again, we have absolutely zero now, way to confirm this we haven't been able to speak to this person Miranda. we haven't been able to confirm that they were ever employed by fsl we don't have that information matt what do you got 
I was just saying, Miranda was saying the same thing. I'm wondering if the person that everyone has communicated with really is that person. Anybody can make a Facebook profile and say, I'm whoever and I want to sell you something. And especially when you say I'm using PayPal, because you could literally make it like, you know, Steve Stevenson at gmail.com. And how would they know? Yeah, just pay me. I got it. I'll, I'll take care of it all. And then you get all that legitimate stuff back. And who knows, right? Yeah, I mean. But the fact that the name Fred Jones is well known in that community makes me I mean that that's I think the part that makes it credible that people there, would know that a hundred people, people buy from it right because right. I can tell you like uh, even in our laser group that's one of the things who should I buy a laser from and you see the consistently the same five or six names right. and if you were in right. another community you'd see another five or six another five or so to have a hundred get sold in the course of a year. Like that's not nothing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just a, it's a huge amount of product to leave a warehouse over such a long period of time without going through an official sales channel. Well, that also do they not do audits But before we continue. Before we continue, uh, we have shared everything we've been able to find so far. Did I miss anything, Kyle? I think that was everything. As far as I know, that is what we have been able to find again. Everything that we just covered in the last hour and 10 minutes is not being shared as a fact. Uh, it's mostly anecdotes from other people, stories that we've heard and perspectives that we're, we're sharing. We're, we're just here to advocate. Please share your thoughts and opinions now. Now is the time. I can pull docs back up as needed. Yeah. Just let me know. You, uh, you guys want to go or you want me to go? Go ahead, buddy. This is a big allegedly, right? Looking at this from the outside where none of us have an FSL machine within our group of four or within the company. We've never used one. We've never really had much beyond a passing comment with anybody there. We don't know anybody there. All we can do is look at what we're given in terms of outside information. Ultimately, there have been other companies that offer cloud services that do some very questionable things with their service, whether it's security related or turning the thing into a brick when the company goes belly up because their Kickstarter failed or we saw whatever, that a lot right? with Cricket when they were having, you know, their big thing. That's very true. They went from, uh, you know, a desktop software to a cloud-based software and Chaos. blah, 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 right? They're, this isn't the first cloud-based laser software. You also have Glowforge. Right. Glowforge also has a cloud-based service, Gwit Cloud. There are other, you know, services that offer connection to your laser through the internet or through Wi-Fi that potentially phone home, we don't know, could potentially be bricked if the company goes belly up or can't provide an update before you know y2k hits on that firmware or something you know what i mean there, there's there's downsides there there's downsides to that type of a situation and situations like this where if everything we've discussed is completely accurate and those people absolutely potentially absolutely made a transaction to an employee who is doing things below board potentially they did everything right right yep. you transacted with with the company in some way whether it was through the company's approved channel or not they don't know that because they don't work for the company the company doesn't have a this is the only possible way you can purchase is through our website addendum listed on their front page in big bold letters for people to see so how is anybody supposed to know that who is an internal mm -hmm. i have a lot of problems with it and i kind of some of my opinions have already sneaked out out during the video so far, but I, I, got you. I probably would not be purchasing a cloud-based only system in the foreseeable future. Right. We're saying, uh, we're and, saying like 
full spectrum laser or not aside, right? Like that's yeah. like irrelevant. It's, to the brand the is irrelevant. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Th this is in terms of how you talk to your machine and get jobs to it. If you're running a business or a hobby or a side gig or whatever, and a lot of the people affected by this run businesses, they have active websites Multiple that they machines. take orders from and have to get stuff shit done and shipped out. Right. Um, they need their machines to shit or get, you know what I mean? It It's one of those things. If the company opts to brick their software so that they can't use their hardware that they've lost money out of their wallet for that that's a pretty shit situation yeah. you know to be perfectly blunt i would be so pissed if I was in this situation and I can't even imagine, I, I can't imagine how they're feeling because they are in this well, situation. I can only guess. Um, and that kind of brings me to my next comment and I'm scrolling back here for it. Marco or boy, Marco from light object. He's uh, he's, he's, an awesome guy. It is not that hard to swap to another controller, uh, he says. He's done a few and just a piece of cake to do the retrofitting, but you do have to have some electrical or electronic background. One major difference with the FSL controller is that it's running 5 volt, but either Ruida or Trosin is running on 12 or 24 volt, depending on the controller. Yeah, and so, a, vol a voltage difference between machines would be a big hassle for a rewire. Yeah, you may have to swap the power supply or you may need to wire it to a different power supply depending on what's in the system. Not that we're advocating so, that because we're not. Right. And that's the other thing too, is that's where even if you are stuck in this position now and this is your way out, it voids warranties if later on it is found that, you know. Something is going to work yours. out in your favor. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like, well, it would have had you not still, done you're this. You're still sitting on a brick. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't situation. And that's yeah. that's kind of what I was getting at with this. I mean, you mind if I jump in or are you good? Uh, go, I just, go for I it. I just got a really oh, quick comment oh. from Miranda before we uh, move into the next chunk. Miranda says, I've seen it implied that Fred Jones and the alleged yeah. employee are the same person, but that comment seems to be saying they're two different people. Uh, just to recap the comment, make up your own mind. It says, five months after I left, comma, allegedly, comma, the ops manager redacted parentheses Fred Jones on Facebook group comma was fired for stealing over $100,000. So I feel like it, it makes it sound like it's the same the person. The parentheses makes it seem like Alex, AKA that guy who the runs everything. Yeah. So, and yeah. also from that time where it said a hundred thousand dollars on that comment, understandably, if they're not the company, they probably don't have the and, most updated information. Oh, yeah, yeah. The number keeps changing. The, the report that came from that PDF that was bundled into the email said $500,000. Right. So in the last couple months, it seems that either that number has grown, wasn't final, or, finding all of them. or something's changing in the background. Interesting point made by Mike C, too. I didn't really connect the dots on this, but that YouTube oh, yeah, comment dude. claims and his girlfriend in sales, yeah. so even if he wasn't the one taking the money, perhaps... Operations manager, perhaps sales manager. The alleged girlfriend was, right? So that that would make more sense, uh, especially with that onesie twosies with the checking home to see if yeah. there's a purchase order, right? And also placing the order now and then making it disappear. Right. Right. Will Sim says, kind of sounds like the police told them that they could not get the money from the customers. Mm -hmm. So now they are trying to hold a gun to the customer's head to force them to pay or they brick their machine. That is the um, impression. Ed, that that's personal. That's, that's actually what, what was leading gathering between the lines. Okay, please. Yeah. Share your, so, share your, share your, yeah, uh, for sure. Input. 
And that's that's my thing. So completely aside from all of this, right? Whether you uh, intentionally did whatever, to me, the issue, two things. Number one, the way this is being handled, allegedly. This is where if you're a, a million dollar company or multi-million, I'm not, I don't know how big they are. Why at this point would you not have had a lawyer be making contact with people? So that's the part that's kind of weird to me. I understand wanting to directly connect with your customers, but at the same time, that's where it, you know, all future instances of communication from here forth shall be conducted through this person and you just start that way. Because the other thing is like trying to quote tort law at people, which if you guys don't know what tort law is, it's just things that cover like purchases and property losses and personal damages and all that stuff. Who are you to say what's legal? You know, well, my friend told me or my lawyer, like have a lawyer do that. That's just, so the way it's being handled, the way it seems like there's bullying. And again, this is not me commenting on FSL. This is me commenting on any company that does this. It literally is just so like wicked, but it's just really frustrating to see people be put into a chokehold like that. And that's where I get really frustrated is that it's not being handled in any proper way. So later on, people are basically just being hosed. And that's where like, just, just hearing all this makes my anxiety spike so hard. Um, oh, not yeah. just you, bud. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. That that's okay. my. Big I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go over you. No, you're okay. Good. So I'm gonna bring up. Uh, Love asked, uh, "How long has the investigation been in the works?" Uh, our investigation started today, but it sounds like the the police investigation and the whole situation has been going on for at least a couple of months. It looks like this started months ago yep. in so, terms of bricking machines. So and, I, I don't know when it got reported to the police. I don't know anything like that. So in the um, middle of my rant, this is what I was trying to get to, too. I literally my brain kind of farted on me. But any way you cut it, it doesn't look like any company is well run or organized business when it's run this way, because what we saw is people who are coming into warehouses is being admitted that someone came into our warehouse. Well, number one, how do you have access to your warehouse open where anybody Even can come in? Even if it was in? a complete stranger. Correct. Yeah. Right. So that's number one. Number two, don't you have any type of footage? You don't have cameras in your warehouse? Again, not FSL related. Any fucking company at this point. You don't have cameras that are watching over your million dollar worth of property? Yeah. Uh, number three, how are I you mean, missing a, yeah, this much? A, you know what I'm I, saying? Yeah, I just like even <laughs> even if for such a long period of time, how long? Imagine how long it takes to half. ship five hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment. Even and I don't then, even and know. Then but. To, and then, if that's the case, to have the balls to like to say, and again, this is any company to have the balls to say, we've been doing you a favor, by the way of give, providing you a service that we can then redact at any time or take away at any time yeah. as like a threat. That's what Boyce had said earlier, which is like that bullying tactic, the which is outrageous. Which is like, well, hey, we're doing you a favor. It's like when someone does surgery and someone and they leave the knife and it's like, listen, we saved your life. You're lucky that we did that. Okay. Yeah. And now whenever you walk through an airport, you're going to get to hear the dingling uh, when steel is inside your body. Okay. So fuck you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And eat a bag of dicks. And well, the, the, just even if Henry's alleged Henry's alleged summary of what had happened in the email suggests, even if that's exactly the way it went down. I would still argue it's the company's problem, right? I, you, yes. And you would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you pesky kids. I mean, <laughs> again, again, like I'm not going to testify. I'm not going to testify in court, guys. I'm just telling yeah. you what we have heard from other people. This is all secondhand information. We're doing our best over here to, to kind of keep it as objective as humanly possible. It's very difficult to be objective about this, but I am trying with all my might. Did Boyce get a chance to share any of his kind no, of? No, no, we were. We need, we need to loop back. Are what you are your good? thoughts are here, you man? Good? Are you good? 
Matt? Yeah, I'm good. That was that was my whole thing. It's like it's been run this way. At this point, a lawyer should be contacting anybody and everybody. Yeah. And then the other thing is the reason you have that lawyer is because everything the way you've been running it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look very good if those contacts are legitimate. You should really have just and before before we hear from Boyce, I just want to uh, shout out this comment from Willie, who says that comment from the disgruntled employee kind of sounds like this was even longer back than a few months ago, even a few years ago, maybe like this could have been going on for a, a long time. Maybe people that have had their machines for five years are coming to so, like, lock up. You know, it, we don't know, especially because he made that point in the email, allegedly about them doing this to, to their customers in batches. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know if I don't know if I mentioned this, but in terms of bricking the machines, actually disabling them, I don't know how long it's been going on. That was my comment for the last couple of months. But from what I read, it seems like this the the actual sales of these machines could have been occurring for the last two years. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you, yeah. What do you got for us? Un undetermined. Well, let's just list all the ways if this is if any of this is true. If if everything is true, we've heard so far, and from the email, if it's from the person, whatever, right? So if this is true, they don't have audits. They don't have any kind of security whatsoever. They have no management that has any kind of true customer service, and they have a CEO that is first of all just inept and is going to personally run this thing into an iceberg by himself with the stupidest fucking email threads you've ever seen from an owner. Could you imagine Marco's here? Could you imagine Marco being like, I don't know, tough titty, you know, we no. got screwed, no, but you're going to have to pay for it. You know, no. so to me, this is just a microcosm of what might happen in a lot of ways where people do get bullied or pushed into a, a settlement to say, hey, you had a car accident, we're going to give you $25,000. Don't read this because you'll never be able to sue us for your physical therapy in two years. You know, it's all this legal. Well, that's it. Leg legalese is what it's called. Yep. And when you bring up legalese that, well, technically you're liable, it makes people question, oh shit, am I? And then they don't. Also, I think they it don't. was Boyce saying gaslighting earlier. Yes. Yeah, you know, guess, yeah. If this I think that's down, a very appropriate word. If this went down the way that we're perceiving it went down, there's a lot of gaslighting going on here to the customers from like every side, from every angle. At all angles. Yeah. I can't wait to hear this conversation you had. That's I uh, yeah, it's uh it's 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 very interesting. Hopefully we don't have a, a technical issue while I'm playing it back. I'd love for you guys to be able to just hear the, it with shared audio. Uh final thoughts, other? guys, final thoughts, and then we're gonna we're gonna play the I'm audio. Good. That was so mine. You guys can hear it. If, if they don't have the things that Boyce mentioned, like cameras and audits and all those things, that sucks. If they do have them and it took them $500,000 worth of missing equipment later to figure it out, that's pretty sad and unfortunate. And it sounds like they weren't using the tools. And good luck getting insured ever again, obviously. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the end of this segment of the Full Spectrum Laser live stream. Remember, this is a constantly developing story. Things are changing all the time. So by the time you're hearing this or seeing this, it may have already changed. We're always getting new information. We just got messages this morning. I think you got a couple messages that uh, relayed some new information to you. Did you, did you not, Kyle? I did, yeah. We'll be, we'll be reporting more on that uh, in a future video. So yeah. stay as tuned, we guys. as we can. And remember this, you know, again, may or may not be an open case. Uh, there are things that the participants that are sharing this information with us secondhand uh, may or may not want to re have revealed at any given time and may or may not be able to reveal at any given time. So just keep that in mind, too. 
uh, while we'll try to give you guys everything that we can, I'm sure there will inevitably be, though there haven't been yet, some details that we uh, are unable to share with you. So stay tuned for more videos on this developing situation and more. We'll also, of course, have more projects and educational content coming up soon, as well as the other podcasts that we do. And check the link in the description for Discord, for the Facebook group, for LMA. The members there support what we do and keep us able to, to focus on the community and the content that we do. Yeah. So thank you all for hanging out and we'll see you in the next one. We'll see you in the next one.